0: I will not say that it was where we drove through to get to Ridgeline High School. We're doing the back-to-school tour today, AJ McCall VFX. But I think it's interesting that sometime this week, McCall and I were driving during the back-to-school tour, and we drove through a certain town, and it was not a pleasurable smelling town, and then all of a sudden, this announcement's made that apparently around the country, there could be uh, flower-scented roads becoming a thing.
1: Flower scented.
0: Flower scented.
1: So like F L O W E R, right? Not.
0: Yeah, not U R. Not like. Yeah, oh, okay. No, not that one. Oh, okay. That wouldn't happen to be great. What happens when it rains? No, I don't, I
1: don't, I
0: don't know. I don't know. to I don't know.
1: It's interesting because there are so many stinky places.
0: So I, I figure, right? Because conveniently, again, not going to say, not going to drag the town, but we no. drove through one and had a conversation about it. So the question, so they're going to mix essential oils into the asphalt. And it's the point is to provide, I guess, a more comfortable working environment for road workers because they're doing it. But conveniently, I think it would have, you would think, some benefits to people driving through the road or on the roads or whatever. But, like, would it combat the bad smells of, like, let's say the two big ones, a city that smells or the other one is roadkill slash a skunk? Those are the two ones that I think are most noticeable.
1: You know, as somebody who has used essential oils, I know that they're strong. I also know they're expensive. So how are they gonna? What are you gonna? Uh, how? Essential I know they're strong. Tax, <laughs> I know they're strong, very much so. So you only need like two drops if you're gonna be taking a bath or something. If you're putting eucalyptus in there, right? So, um, I, I I I can't I can't wrap my head around
0: <laughs> right? it. Right. Well, so, so the other thing is too, like. Here out west, right, in Utah, where we've got more open space, obviously we've got the refineries and the inversion, but like, if the argument is to smell like flowers, like we're out and among the mountains and flowers, we, like yeah. mountain mountain spring and all that stuff, I could tell you, someone who lived in a place, not, not like, that's the smells people want, but
1: we're here. Right. We got that. We're outside. We can go out there. It's great. But so, I, I don't understand. So, like,
0: why not? Why stop there? Why not? Now, new Raspberry Main Street. Like, why would you just stop with flowers? I know Ugh. it's the natural smell, but if you're going to go for it, like, go all out. Dude,
1: it's got to be like artificial, too. Like, the smell of it has to be like that artificial flavoring. It, it doesn't. It can't
0: be the natural one.
1: No, yeah. there's not a way for you to be able to mix it. I can't imagine. There has never been a world where it's like, ah, yes, asphalt and petunia. Like, you don't. The crossover is asphalt. not there. <laughs> It's going to smell like nasty in my nose. That's
0: fair. The only, uh, I think the other caveat is, is thank goodness you'll be able to smell the construction coming up as opposed to, of course, see it. But, you know, inevitably everything's always under construction ever. So, you know, who really needs that warning? Yeah. We're at Ridgeline High School for the back to school tour today. AJ and McCall, make sure you vote at utahsvfx.com for your school, whoever you want us to come back. To and get an assembly going to get pied in the face, Utah's VFX.com. Were embarrassing stories motivated by, well, youthful ignorance or maybe a little bit of liquid courage as an adult? Little Kid or Drunk It's All with AJ McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debate at 8. Thank you for all those who've shared stories. Let's can keep it going. Miguel, what is your story? I let my neighbor's rose garden on fire.
1: Oh my gosh. How'd he get away with that? Like, I'm assuming he didn't get away with it, but like, how would that. Uh, I I don't know. I'm gonna assume you were a kid and you just discovered fire for the first time. It's
0: fun. It's fun. I mean, it nobody play with ax and lighters, but it's a great time in your life. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. It's it's fair. I thought we were playing little kid or drunk adult, not Florida, or not. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Here we are, man. Yeah. I mean, it has to be little kid, right? Because otherwise, I'm like, oh, are you calling us from uh, somewhere that maybe you're not allowed to leave from? What, what happened? I was a drunk adult. My girl at the time. That's where she lived, and uh, she was cheating on me. I found out, so I lit it up. I lit oh. On no fire. While she was asleep, um, and I burned all the roses. Oh. I did go to jail over it.
1: Though. Oh, oh! All right. Wow. Wow. Thank you for your confession. You know, I, I mean, we're a couple days early for Friday confessions, <laughs> but I'm with it. Thank you.
0: Not me. I want to reiterate again, not me. But once upon a time, I know someone who, uh, in high school, decided to take. Do not emulate this. Took the mortars they used for the fireworks, Right, you shoot them out of the tubes. Apparently, if you don't give them something to launch out of, they just explode. Oh, so uh, his girl had stepped out on him with a fellow dude, and I don't—I honestly, for the life of me, have no idea what he did to his girlfriend, but decided to take it out. So he got a few friends to drive him around. They lit off mortars and just threw them in the front yard of the guy. Oh my! Gosh. And it just blew huge divots in his whole yard. Just, whoop. and I was like, wow, I did not know that. Not me. Did not use it. You should not use it. Yes. But ex-vengeance—that's a story. Uh, Michelle, <laughs> your story: a little kid a drunk adult? What happened?
1: I threw up on a police officer. Ooh, I'm gonna go with drunk adult on this one.
0: So we're we're going two for two, potentially being arrested. <laughs>
1: yep, potentially being arrested. I mean, it already happened. It's true. I'm I'm gonna go with I'm
0: gonna go with little kid because uh, if it man if it's adult, I don't like the scenario <laughs> Where it went? What's the story?
1: So I was a kid. I got lost in the mall when I was a small child. Um, the police found me a little while after. I was kind of wandering around the food court. And one of the officers, he picked me up, and I was so scared about everything that was just going on. I ended up puking right in this poor officer's face. Oh. He immediately
0: dropped me to the ground, which yep. obviously made me cry. And it was just really awful and
1: embarrassing.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. Fun fact, somewhat while I'm terrified of holding
1: kids. It's fair. <laughs> it's reasonable. I've this uh, Once upon a time when I was at Thanksgiving, this exact thing happened to me with a child. Well, it was bad. Nobody, it was not great. Dustin is, laughed this. very hard at it, though, because I'm sure <laughs> being able to see it was just a hlo- hilarious sight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'll share one with you. Uh, once upon a time, my brother and I took one of those uh, – uh, Fisher Price, they were. It was a little pole wagon. It was a it was a bigger size pole wagon. We took a pole wagon down where my mom lived. Had this big asphalt little curve that led up to her house. We took it down. We tipped it over, and I s- had a scab that went all the way from the top of my foot to the top of my knee. Little wow. kid or drunk adult?
1: I'm gonna go with a uh, little kid. Yeah, yeah. It was stupid.
0: We we're like, let's take this down the hill. And then, like, two seconds into it, I'm like, how do we steer and or control the speed? And I think we could have pulled it off, maybe crashed into a flower garden, but I decided to turn way too fast. Next thing you know, oh, oh that was such a scab. You were broke as a kid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was broke as a kid. Mm-hmm. AJ McLeod, VFX. So the question is, did you ever have a side hustle while you were in middle school, high school, et cetera, trying and earn some extra cash because- I mean, broke as a joke is broke as a joke.
1: I never did. I wanted one. It was always something for me that I thought I could totally sell anything. And that hasn't changed. I mean, really, I'm still at a point where I'm like, yeah, I could sell anything if I wanted to. But Growing up, I used to actually look through the newspaper because I had seen it in, like, movies and TV shows, and that's where people used to look for jobs, right? You didn't go on Facebook and say, yo, who's hiring? That is an old sentence. I know, I know. I would break out the (laughs) highlighter, and I would go find the jobs that I thought, hey, these ones, like, pique my interest. And I'd circle them, and I'd bring them to my mom, and my mom would say, you can't work until you're... Whatever, 16, 17 yeah, right. years
0: old—a reasonable age.
1: Yeah, something. Go away,
0: twelve-year-old McCall.
1: Seriously, like <laughs> I was probably twelve years old, and I was looking for jobs. <laughs> I wanted to work. That was something that I have always wanted to do, and it just—it just didn't ever end up panning out that way. I sat down, and maybe tried to do lemonade stands more often than not. We weren't on a very busy road, so they never panned out well.
0: TVs really sell those, and I don't feel like. It's got to be real hit and miss. It
1: depends on your uh, commercial property is, is really what it comes down to. Where are Technical you living? Term. I lived next to the to the cemetery, but I was on the opposite side of the cemetery, so like the west side of the cemetery, which people didn't really drive by to get to the cemetery.
0: And I don't think people are too too in a mood to be like, go visit their past loved ones and be like, you know what? I could use a refreshing lemonade. Thank you, little child. Yeah. I appreciate that. Wow,
1: thanks. I was so sad. Now- <laughs> Not sad. Much happy. Thank uh, you.
0: We just got a message on uh, on Facebook. Utah's VFX for Millie. You could have done this one. She said when she was nine or ten, her and her friend went door to door in their neighborhood on a busy highway selling their old toys out of a baby stroller. That's fun.
1: Hmm. You know, the <laughs> I haven't listened to him for a long time, but I used to listen to Gary Vee a lot. Mm-hmm. And his reference a lot of the times was like he would go door to door and ask if the neighbors could use their driveway shoveled and then charge him x amount of dollars and that was something that i wanted to do and my mom always told me no because she's like you can't go ask people for money and i was like well i'll shovel their driveway like and it was like no you just you do like service you know you serve the older people around you which is great like it was great to learn the service side of things but like dang i was missing out on cash ma i,
0: I tried once didn't work that's another thing in movies i don't think goes as well as everybody thinks it does
1: dude i really didn't mind it but still
0: the only thing that I ever came up with is I don't know. Do Pixie sticks exist in Utah? Yeah, of course I do. Okay, they're sugar straws. They're national. I used to sell them for five cents a stick. Just wander around school, and it worked actually for through middle school. And then you know they were available at the school. Like the school got in on my game and moved mm-hmm. in on my game, which I was like, wow, really? It was really rude. Come on, mm-hmm. I'm in like sixth or seventh grade and broke as a joke. I'm making a nickel nickel a stick here, and really, mm-hmm. you moved in, so that that went out the window. What what did you, if you had anything, 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. What did you try and do to make money through school? Because uh, when you ain't got it, you ain't got it. So anything you could do to figure it out, that would be great. While we're talking about school, of course, the new version of the geography test is crazy story. Match it up with the state that it comes from. Yesterday, first time ever, three for three. Yeah. Doubt I can keep it going. I would say on this, ignorance is probably a little bit more bliss because don't really want to know what your state's capable of like we can laugh about it until utah comes rolling oh boy <laughs> stranger bridgeland florida dot on vfx three headlines please mccall
1: all right so the way that this is going to work i'll give aj the three headlines and the three places that these are located so story number one uh has the guy that stole an ambulance and he got caught in the jack-in-the-box box drive through okay <laughs>
0: Couldn't wait or eat beforehand. When you eat before a caper, so this wouldn't come ugh.
1: seriously, nothing like committing a felony just to get your hands on America's most mediocre fast food. I completely agree. Yeah, headline number two some guy who is uh 73 years old told his wife of 68 that he wanted to separate, they'd been married for nine years. Her answer was to pull out a taser and zap him. <laughs> <laughs> I think not. <laughs>
0: I bet he didn't expect that coming if his answer was this is kind of getting bold, <laughs> boring and predictable. Yeah. I didn't think he saw that one coming.
1: And then headline number three, there's a Corvette owner who went out for one last drive after selling his Corvette Stingray as a last hurrah. So beautiful. Gunned it, lost control, wrecked it. <laughs>
0: Buyer beware. it's yes, like that video I showed me on TikTok the other day. Ninety thousand car with cheapest delivery service ever. Oh
1: man, it's awful. So there are your three headlines. Places they're located. We've got Florida. We have Houston and North Carolina. North Carolina,
0: Florida, Texas, North Carolina. Well, uh, based purely on age, I'm gonna have to say that Florida has to be the second one. You got the you got the the couple. You got the taser. That's all, everything uh north carolina like uh, texas is a big empty state but houston is not i'm gonna say that the ambulance guys from houston and that north carolina i think is a little bit i have no idea I've never been there but i think a little bit more spacious so that's the dude that drove around and then crashed the car and that had to be one awkward phone call yeah. <laughs> that's okay so uh one Carol one houston two florida three carolina
1: bingo I'm yes! actually very proud of you. That's two days in a row, AJ. Yes. Way to go. Yes! He's just getting really good at geography. You know, it,
0: you know what it is? It's going back to school, and and why it is that is because yesterday in Florida, not there was a dude who got arrested for getting on a bus mm-hmm. and going into a high school,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then he was like, "Yeah, hey, whatever." And the bus driver was like, "I thought he was a student." Dude was 29. I'm thirty two. Yeah. <laughs> and we're at Ridgeline today. we at uh or yeah, it's Skyview tomorrow. So yeah, I've been going to schools all week and nobody said anything. So I better be learning something, otherwise it just looks like I'm the guy wandering around the school for no reason. That's right. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna claim a little bit of ignorance on this because I have a friend of a friend story, but we're at that age, right? Friends having babies, buying kids. Sorry, having babies, <laughs> buying houses.
1: Right. <laughs> buying houses. <laughs> uh, wow, correct.
0: I, I took, friend of mine bought a house and apparently got insulted by their friend that had the Kool-Aid house growing up that's well off. Uh-huh. I don't get it, but I said, all right, well, I'll take it to my real estate expert and see what she thinks. All right. Now, I can't be convinced that my friend wasn't bragging about buying their first home, but nonetheless, they've run into this issue, quote-unquote, AJ and McCall at VFX right at Ridgeline High School for our back-to-school tour. And I said, okay, well, I'll take it to the real estate expert on the show and see what she thinks. So here's the deal. Paraphrasing a little bit, so bear with me. But basically, my my friend and her husband are buying their first home. And it's definitely a starter home. It's not anything immaculate. It's a nice house from what I've seen. I've seen a little some of the pictures. I haven't uh, Zillow stocked them yet or anything. Oh, nice, yeah. I have Anyway, so, of course excited why would you not be it's for sure. a big deal for sure so apparently what had happened is that a friend of theirs who had the kool-aid house growing up apparently showed up they showed him the pictures my friend showed their friend the pictures of the new house and that person was like oh well that's so cute my friend freaked out and said cute I think my house is cute just because his mommy and daddy didn't pay for it doesn't mean I can uh you know live in an eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollar
1: house you call mine cute yeah, that's kind of hard, especially right now where housing prices are what they are. Yeah, understatement. Having to deal with them being what they are. Um, yeah, that's a little bit difficult.
0: So you are saying that you see eye to eye with cute being an insult?
1: No. I mean, I'm not saying that anything is uh, – Her her feelings are not valid with being offended by this because obviously I wasn't there, so I don't know how – Uh, It was actually said because sometimes when you're in the middle of the home buying process, ish gets stressful. And so you're kind of you kind of get on edge about things. And so maybe she didn't intend it like that. But I would have come across as if I had seen it, I probably would have been like, wow, that's so cute. But that's how I inflect on things. You know, I think the inflection is what depends. Because if she's like, oh, that's cute. That's different. (laughs) 100% different.
0: Well, if it adds, I I don't know the tone as I told the story. See, okay, so this tone was told in the story more like the second way but she was clearly upset so I didn't know what to make of that because you know right. it is you get upset and you're like oh yeah well this coworker was like oh, that was a stupid idea but they didn't actually say it that way oh, right you're just upset about it now maybe the inflection was negative but according to the story yes the inflection incurred that it was more the latter what you said the more insulting way and her, her and her husband talked about it I'm like maybe we shouldn't hang out with that person very much anymore
1: I think if that's the if that's your choice go for it
0: I tend to think, I was like, okay, maybe I don't know this friend of a friend. And and we all know snobby people. So yeah. if it came across that way, yeah, th- there's no place for people belittling what is obviously a huge deal in your life. You bought your first house. I don't have a house. Right. But I was like, did, did they really mean it that way? Because much like McCall said, I'm with you. I'd be like, oh, that's a cute house. Because cute is usually associated, right, with small Mm -hmm. to say that it's a tiny house or it's an unlivable house or not even a great house but those two words are kind of associated with each other so I was like are you
1: you sure are you positive but it's not like they said well that's a very quaint house you know like if it was something along those lines like yeah I'd be infuriated over it
0: I, I look, if they said it in a mean way, yeah, sure, whatever. More but again, you bought the house. So like that's the focus. Who cares what their house looks like? Right. Or you don't need a house that big anyway. Nobody needs that much space. Just more dust everywhere. Seriously though. So just enjoy your house. But again, I still think that the reason that the, this whole story started is because my friend was gonna brag about the fact that they're now buying a house, rub it in my face. I ain't buying a house. Mm-hmm. Because as McCall said, the housing market is insane. It's a little bit hot. Ridiculous. she
1: she a little hot.
0: But apparently, watch out. You got to watch that little. You got to watch the stank. You got to watch the stank. Mm-hmm. AJ to call VFX. Make sure you vote for our spirit competition. We're at Ridgeline High School for our back to school tour today. date. UtahsVFX.com. Apparently, according to studies, women are doing something entirely different. And I got to tell you, they are only doing it for themselves to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the big announcement is. I want to be very clear. Someone who's only worn makeup. Less than half a dozen times in my life. That of course I do not have the full perspective on this, but there was an announcement made that post pandemic, women don't want to wear makeup as much anymore.
1: What?
0: <laughs> AJ and McCall VFX. But here's the thing: like, so don't get me wrong. I understand that it's it's a it's a dress up thing, right? It's a professional thing, all that. But in my experience, women mostly do it, or not mostly. A lot of the times, do it for themselves, right? It's a confidence thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, why is this news? More power to them. Do whatever they want. Because they were doing it for themselves because it's a it's a confidence thing. It's a outfit edition or whatever. So cool. But I feel like it's being blown out of proportion because people are like, what? Women don't yeah. want to wear makeup anymore. Oh, my oh my gosh. Gosh.
1: no. Oh, no. The worst things have ever happened in the world. Mm, meh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like, if anything, being at home for X amount of time ended up teaching me how to actually, like, love who I am, how I am. I'm literally not wearing makeup today. I'm not. Because I feel confident in the person that I am. I feel confident in the way that I look. And I'm like, this is how I, this, hi, well, this is what it looks like, very much Mac Miller style. (laughs) This, what it be. Yeah, I mean, that,
0: I think that's part of it. I think part of it, the, 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 survey itself that revealed this said that they just don't want to invest the time in it anymore because obviously if you know anyone that's ever put on makeup there's a routine and all that and I yeah I mean I totally get it I think that it, I think everybody had some kind of capacity in terms of look Mm -hmm. in terms of like what they wanted to tone back because you didn't have to worry about it and so then you got I think more comfortable being there because it just became more commonplace but again I'm not saying there's not societal factors because they're there obviously is, mm-hmm. from what I could, what I see. But in dating women and and dating them for a long amount of time, like even when they're uh, comfortable, like I, I had this girlfriend I was dating in college that everywhere we went, she had to put on a full face of makeup, and it was a whole thing. And I told her I was like, "You're you're really pretty. Like you don't need that." And then we had this really interesting conversation about how it had nothing to do with that. It's a confidence thing for her. Like she just couldn't be herself. If she didn't have her full face of makeup on, so I think the transition already been made to they do it for themselves. So this is just a different step of doing it for themselves. It's just not doing it for themselves,
1: right? Exactly the way that, that things have transitioned over the last like five years, because 2016 was really kind of I mean, makeup's always been very popular, but 2016 was really like the peak of like beauty influencers and uh, MUA's all over YouTube who were doing makeup. And there's so many comparison videos of like how we used to do our makeup in 2016 versus how we do it now. And it is so different because now we're actually taking the time to realize what's good for our faces, what actually is beneficial, because if you have a nice base layer or whatever, and you feel confident with your base layer, the way that it is, there's less makeup that's being put on top of it. There's more acceptance of self rather than doing what everybody else is doing because you need foundation and concealer and then a color corrector and then a contour stick and now it's just like eh, maybe a little bit of concealer boom done
0: ladies are you wearing less makeup over the last let's say 2 years right 2020 to mm-hmm. now compared to over the last 5 years before that now spirit contest does not end does voting does not close until next friday but if you don't go to all but one uh, high school in the valley that Ooh, you might be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Give <laughs> the details on how you could pie us in the face. Do not be discouraged. Again, the spirit competition, which is to say the Utah High School and the Idaho School that win our spirit competition are going to get to pie A.J. McCall of VFX in the face. But do not get discouraged. It's just you might want to step up your game if you're everybody but Green Canyon High School.
1: Dude, I don't know what is going on, but they have just... <laughs> Blown it out of the water right now.
0: Now, much loved to Mountain Crest. We talked to them on Monday. Uh, we were at Green Canyon Tuesday. We were at uh, Logan yesterday. And the Logan execs were great. And they were on it. And they were celebrating maybe just a little bit prematurely before. I'm pretty sure for like second or third period. Green Canyon just didn't have class yesterday. And they just all voted for like 45 oh, I minutes.
1: Must have. I have no idea. So...
0: The way the w- this works, if you go to utahsvfx.com, the schools are listed, the Valley Schools, uh, you know, Box Elder, Preston, Westside, and you go and vote for your school. You've got until next Friday, 11-59-59, the poll will close, and the winning high school in Utah and the winning high school in Idaho will get us visiting at some point for an assembly to get pied in the face. I don't want anyone to get discouraged, but you might want to step up your game. You can vote each day, and so students, execs, faculty, I mean, bring it. Yeah. Kudos to Green Canyon. And it's worth noting, I think as well, that uh, the we just included the Idaho schools splitting them up last year. But uh, the last two spirit competitions since we started this, we haven't had a repeat winner yet. That's right. Mountain Crest won the first one. Skyview won the second one. And Green Canyon is in a dominating lead right now for the third one. Yeah. So if you want us back to your school, if you want to pie us in the face again, go to utahsvfx.com. Make sure also you're checking out. The uh, AJ and McCall Instagram stories specifically because there's stuff in there that's tagged. If you have social media for all your execs or whatever, your administration. And we're also doing a little bit of a video challenge. If you haven't seen that on our social media, again, AJ and McCall. That's AJ, A-N-D, M-C-C-A-L-L. Find it. And uh, good luck. Yeah. We're at Ridgeline High School today. So Riverhawks, step up your voting game. Utah's at VFX.com. There is hope no matter what. Uh, McCall and I going back to high school, and in fact, Producer Butters, him and I being the same age, talk about the differences we've seen, obviously, each year when we go to high school, and even the differences between McCall's experience and my experience. And there's one huge difference for uh, Producer Butters and I specifically compared to McCall and obviously the kids now, and that is the accessibility of information, how quickly it can make things so much easier. Yeah. Talking about the internet. Mm Mm-hmm. YouTube would be the bane of my existence as a high schooler, as a student. Now, AJ McCall on VFX. We're at Ridgeland High Schools. Our back to school tour continues this week, and of course, because it's a distraction. Because like even now, as an adult, it's a distraction. But I mean, it, when you have all that information that's so easily accessible, I feel like I would take things way less seriously because i would be like oh i could just go to the internet to learn how to do this if i blow it off now it's not that huge a deal i feel like it would be a huge bait to me actually paying attention to the stuff that i need to mm-hmm. so that's one of the things we talk about a lot because for producer butters and i it's not like we didn't have the internet it's just i don't remember youtube being a huge thing until really like post like late high school into college and in everybody was like did you see this video Did you see this video and it was around but like Recently my dad actually improved his skills and this is a testament that if he could do it anyone can. But yeah. No like disrespect to my father or whatever, but there's a reason I'm not handy. He's not handy, but they've been gradually working on some home renovation projects. And he told me that it got to the point that he even surprised uh, my stepmom because he does, He took on a couple projects and he YouTubed how to do them, Wow! figured it out, and it turned out well. Nothing exploded, nothing broke, all that. He got it solved. And I was like, that, I mean, it's, again, it's a testament that if he can do it, anybody could do it. But like when that's available, well, who cares if I, if I pay attention to this German lesson or to, to this learning how to do this fraction or how to do this math equation? I'll just go to the internet later and figure it out.
1: Yeah. That's Be- how I would do it.
0: Be the bane of my existence.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because I, I love the accessibility of it all because, like, there's so many things that I have learned thanks to YouTube that have just, I mean, life-changing. I want to build a bookshelf. You know where I'm going to learn how to do it? YouTube.
0: It's true. I mean, how many times have you talked to someone and they're like, oh, I, I'm, I'm not so sure how to do that. They go, like, oh, we'll learn. Just, right. Just go to YouTube. Like right. It's there.
1: It's very simple. Six, eight,
0: two, five, five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. What did you learn how to do? Uh, I get a text message here. It says, I'm not a handyman whatsoever, but my freezer is leaking. Mm. I have a home warranty and the easiest they could, t- uh, the earliest time, excuse me, they could fix it was a week out. Well, I searched on YouTube how to fix it and I did it. And I was nice. like, wow,
1: that's impressive.
0: <laughs> I still don't trust myself. <laughs> like being renting something now, I'm like, you know what? Uh. Landlord can take care of that because I think if I start getting my hands on it, well, bad news—I think it's going to break. Yeah. But what did you learn from YouTube? And hopefully, hopefully, growing up in the age pre-YouTube dominance means that uh, kids now are a little bit more inept to it. But, but like, it's the same thing with TikTok. Like, how would you focus with anything? You talk all the time about how you get life hacks off of TikTok.
1: I do. It's it's a game changer. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things on the internet that don't necessarily uh, pan out to truth. But there's a lot of good things on there as well.
0: What did you learn how to do on YouTube 68255 the number to text start your text with vfx. Speaking of things we need to learn, we I feel like each year or there's waves of them, they're punched up in years, we have these conversations about what is needed for mental health in terms of mental health days or this and that. Well, there's a hospital in Oregon that has the, that had decided and come up with a program that frankly I think more places need. While we're learning new things, can we all take after a certain hospital in Oregon that has learned exactly what their employees need? Well, maybe not everything, because I don't know what their pay structure is. And we could all use a raise or more vacation time. AJ McCall for the Automation Group debated 8 on VFX. There's a hospital in Salem, Oregon. Apparently, the ICU is completely full. So, to help with, obviously, all the stress that's going on with COVID and all that, the hospital decided to add a... Plate-smashing booths for doctors and nurses.
1: Okay, fancy.
0: So, doctors and nurses, when their stress can blow off a little steam while they're at work. In fact, one nurse named Lisa said they put on safety glasses, they start shattering. She said she kept going back again and again until they told her she had enough turns. McCall and I have been very vocal about this, whether it's that, whether it's a car smash, whatever it is, I don't care who you are. If you say, nah, that's stupid, I don't need that, you are full of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's really important that... Uh People actually pay attention to, you know, your mental health and you're paying attention to how you are feeling. I actually in therapy the last couple of times I was talking to my therapist and he told me, are you paying attention to the way that you're feeling in the moment? Are you sitting down and actually saying, okay, how do I feel right now? And then just feeling it. People aren't doing that because you just get like stressed and frustrated and then you let it build up and build up and build up until you need to get it out some way. And I think some of these smash rooms are, are genius. They really are to be able to express some of those frustrations.
0: Well, I think that like people view frustration, like they view selfishness, right? So if you say selfishness, generally the the conception of the, or the perception of the word is that it's a negative word and it can be, but also like, if you don't act selfishly to take care of yourself, you're not going to get anywhere because you can't help anybody else. If you're constantly falling down, in terms of taking care of yourself. It's the same thing with frustration. Like I think people are like, well, you can't you can't express that or whatever, but no, everybody feels it. You just have to find a way to uh work it out or express it in a way that's not detrimental. Absolutely. And this is a prime example of that because as long as they're not anybody's plates that nobody stole, it's not harming anybody, it's not bothering anybody. You can work it all out and it'll, you're good. Yep. Good. You've worked, because everybody experiences it. You just have to find the problem is I don't feel like everybody finds the right outlets to channel it through or to get it, work it
1: out. Absolutely. And you got to, you got to find those outlets to work it out and to express it safely, whether that be in a journal, whether that be in some kind of a, um, just an open forum conversation. There's a way for you to actually express these things, whether it be through smashing a plate. I mean, you you need to be feeling these emotions that you are feeling. I know it sounds crazy, but it's, it's something that's so important for you to actually express those things.
0: Might I suggest Utah is something that has worked for me, too, especially with all the beautiful scenery. Going in the mountains or yep. just going in outdoors in general and just yelling occasionally helps take the edge off once in a while. Yeah,
1: it's not a, that's not a bad idea at
0: all. Plus, this, you know, the scenery ain't too bad either. Yeah. That being said, we've got our department head meeting today where oh. we get to meet with all the bosses of all the things. So I'm thinking... We should start planting the seeds that we need one of these, like a remodel's in the works, right? We're going to get some – they're going to do some stuff with the building. We're going to get some new equipment and all that. Mm -hmm. Maybe, just maybe, off to the side somewhere, maybe one of these office, once they reconstruct stuff and remove sales and and separate on it or whatever, whatever they're going to do – know a plate smashing booth just a thought
1: that's a great idea
0: i think that would be amazing and who wouldn't enjoy like there's no way from from the lowest guy in totem pole here to the owner himself like who's not gonna go in there and be like you know what
1: i could use a plate
0: smash i i you know pull let's just let's just throw a couple of them swing sledgehammer pinata style whatever it is it would be great gonna do it so that being said owners of businesses out there plate smashing booth add it you need it yeah we're getting down to the wire for Who is the Worst Parker in Cash Valley? It's a very distinguished title because how often do you get to point and laugh at someone for basically acting the way they do? Yeah. That's exactly what this is. If you haven't voted, you need to do so. Let's re-meet our nominees and get a couple more last-minute shots in. I think the real question we need to be asking ourselves for Park Narcs this week, A.J. McCall on VFX, is what is in nominee number one's U-Haul?
1: Mm, I'm going to go with... Uh recording studio. Recording
0: studio. So if you haven't seen them, pin to the top of our Facebook page. Utah's VFX is uh, of course, uh the nominees this week for Parknarks, nominee number one. No one actually uses these spaces. It's an SUV that's towing a U-Haul and decided to take up two stripy rectangles and two special needs parking spots. So McCall says that a mobile DJ of some sort, mobile mix master is rolling around, taking up these terrible parking spots, and then spitting out, I would say, less than good beats.
1: Probably mediocre at best.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, do you think it's stuffed with tools?
1: No. No? No. I think that's just in the van in the beginning, in the front of the SUV. Oh, all just
0: the tools are in the actual SUV mm-hmm. itself. Got it. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Nominee number two, no pass? No problem. I'll park on these stripy lines. And look, obviously... Yes, he's there or there, whoever. They're there in because they parked incorrectly on mm-hmm. a special needs spot with no pass. And again, it's very uh important to note that they do not make it for parking in a special needs pass if they have one. Yes. So he doesn't have one. But it's one thing to do that. The other thing, like, you can't even park correctly. Like he's back tires firmly planted in the stripy rectangle. You couldn't even park straight when you decided to take a spot that's not yours. Nah. <sighs>
1: You won't you won't draw attention to yourself if you pull in right. fully the correct way. And so, you know, this, is, this was just the move, I guess. Is that what it is? Park
0: Narcs is just a cry for help? It's peacocking to be like, hey, I'm not okay. Please pay attention to me. You
1: need some attention? You Acting some out
0: attention? as it were. As it were. Acting
1: out. <laughs> Vote for
0: the one you find the most annoying. Uh, tomorrow being Friday means that we figure out Once and for all, who is the worst parker in Cache Valley this week. We're giving away that uh, gift certificate to Floating Sensations. Utah's VFX. It's been at the top of our Facebook page. Also, the same social media when you see bad parking to safely take a picture and then submit it to our social media.